When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. John Boyega ranks The Last Jedi as his worst Star Wars movie in the most respectful sense. And apparently he's doing a switch up now. So remember how he said he'd like doesn't want anything to do with Star Wars, Disney, any, anything like that anymore, especially after, you know, they did that completely racist move to him in the poster that they put in China for The Force Awakens where they shrunk Finn down really tiny and just put him in the corner. Whereas in the North American one and everywhere else, nice, big, they had the blue lightsaber and he was popping. John Boyega was asked by Hot Ones to rank the films in his Star Wars trilogy which kicked off on a high note in 2015 with the beloved Star Wars The Force Awakens and then got a polarizing with 2017's The Last Jedi and 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars The Force Awakens is most definitely the best Boyega answered. Second for me comes The Rise of Skywalker. The worst in the most respectful sense is The Last Jedi, but they're all lovely. Boyega cracked a smile and gave some side eye, alluding to the fact that many Star Wars fans already know Boyega's grievances with the space franchise. He notably told GQ magazine in 2020, what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them push to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. You guys knew what to do with Daisy Ridley. You knew what to do with Adam Driver, Boyega continued at the time. But when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, when it came to John Boyega, you knew fuck all. So what do you want me to say? What they want you to say is, I enjoyed being a part of it. It was a great experience. No, 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 no. I'll take that deal when it's a great experience. They gave all the nuance to Adam Driver, all the nuance to Daisy Ridley. Let's be honest. Daisy knows this. Adam knows this. Everybody knows this. I'm not exposing anything. Boyega became the rare studio employed actor to publicly criticize his own franchise, and he's glad he spoke out. I'm surprised actors before hadn't said anything, Boyega recently told Esquire magazine because that's what creates the whole taboo of it all. I'm just glad now that the conversations are being had on a mass level, so it doesn't feel like one actor is a rebel against the system. And I think this is really important. I think it's really vital for a lot of actors who get this kind of treatment, especially in big popular movies and franchises like Star Wars or Marvel or whatever, to speak out. You know, and I think that's something a lot of YouTubers get flack for, is that they're very, well, not all, but many of them, including myself, are very candid and raw with our opinions, you know, because we don't have to owe anything to any studio executives. 
or anything like that. We don't sign any contracts with anybody. We are our own people and we speak for ourselves. So unless, you know, shills, they're not really real people. So I think it's really vital that a lot of actors speak out. Now, of course, they're putting on the line, you know, their their bag, their their money, uh, you know, future possible jobs with said companies. Major Hollywood companies would look at them and, you know, their outspokenness and necessarily wouldn't be so inclined to be working with them because they'd be like, well, this guy's just going to shit talk our movie if it doesn't do well. And I think to that, I say if everyone starts doing it, then it'll be much more widely appreciated and accepted than not, where everyone just shuts their mouth, gets their paycheck, and goes on to the next thing. And there's no change. And this keeps on happening. Oyega added, since then, I've worked with Netflix, I've worked with Sony and other studios, and they're very much aware of how I am, how I operate, and they found that they can still do their job. When you're the one actor saying it, it becomes like, oh my god, but I'm glad now. And that's also really important, I think, when you do voice your opinions on things, it lets any future work to be, I would say, probably better because companies are now associating you with your line of thinking. You know, they're now aware of how you think and they don't want to be ousted as the way, you know, John Boyega did with Disney for what they did with Finn. Whatever criticisms Boyega has made about Star Wars, they have never stopped the actor from loving the space franchise, of course. He told Total Film Magazine earlier this year then he rem- that he remains a massive, massive Star Wars fan. I still am in love with it. I bloody love it, the actor said. But it's almost nicer not having to be in it and not having to deal with that. It's weird. You just go back to being a fan again and see yourself in the games. Next up for Boyega is Netflix's They Cloned Tyrone, co-starring Jamie Foxx and Tayana Paris. The film streams July 21st. Rank the three Star Wars films you were in from best to worst. Hell yeah, I do it. Star Wars The Force Awakens is most definitely the best. Second for me comes Star Wars 9. And then the worst, in the the most respectful (laughs) sense, is episode 8. But they're all lovely. Damn, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Episode 8, I think people are starting to, to really understand how absolute ass that movie was and what it did to the character of luke skywalker and look here's the thing you can't really even talk about it you can't really say your opinions because you'll just be demonized and flamed for it and you know to that i say first of all say your opinions anyways regardless because if someone isn't tolerant of someone else's opinions on a movie it's probably not someone you really want around you or really care about you know anything to do with what they think so that just shows their mindset now to the last jedi i mean i think there there are many many people the majority of people dislike that film a lot and you see this with polls done out there and everything else and i think primarily it's because of what they did with luke skywalker's character in the film so i guess we'll see going forwards you know if john boyega will return to star wars in some sort of way maybe he'll be in the ray movie i don't know but uh, i guess we'll see Damn, this is like making wildfire. It's like every single article website is just taking advantage of this one thing and just using it for some clicks. And uh, hey, well, I'm going to do the same thing. And I got to say, you know, it is pretty sad that what they did with John, because I can only imagine how excited he was. And I remember watching his reaction to when he first saw the trailer, he like fell over the couch, man, when they showed him with the lightsaber, you know, igniting it in the snow. And he was about to fight Kylo. And it was like probably for him such a surreal, insane experience that he at that moment, they were going to like put him in this Jedi role or something like that. And he was uh, he was probably really excited for that. And then they just completely 
clickbaited, sidelined, and forgot about him and reduced him to literally a mumbling, Ray! you know, it's like absolute horrible character writing. I think the character of Finn literally could have been the most interesting character in the sequel trilogy. I feel a stormtrooper who became disillusioned, woke up somehow, quite possibly because he was force sensitive and underwent some sort of mind wipe or mind control, was then able to find his footing once again, retrace his footsteps, go back to Luke Skywalker and learn what he had once learned before and rise to defeat the resistance. I think this could have been a lost youngling from Luke's temple back when it was destroyed. And in the end, he would go to fight Kylo Ren again and he would beat him. I think that would be a, an amazing character arc and development that I think a lot of us would have really liked to have seen. And then the main fight could have been, you know, Luke against Snoke or whoever else. Rey, um, you know, she could maybe turn to the dark side for a little bit or she could train with Luke or she could be um, a dark side Sith herself. And, you know, Adam Driver, you know, Kylo Ren is the one that's really conflicted and in the end turns back to the light. And it could be like Finn and Kylo teaming up to fight Rey. And she's like extremely powerful because we find out that she is a descendant of Palpatine. And uh, I think, you know, I think that could be pretty sweet. I think that would have been much more interesting than uh, the gobbledygook, jarbled, uh, half-baked stuff that we got in the, in the sequel trilogy. Unfortunately, I was really hoping that it would have been good. I think a lot of us were really excited for it, and I think we all deserve better when it comes to the sequel trilogy. It would have been nice to at least see uh, Han, Luke, and Leia again together, you know, 40 years later. But uh, it is what it is, and now we have deep fake to rely on. Maybe we'll get it in the Dave Filoni movie. I don't really know, but yeah, this is what John Boyega thinks about the Star Wars sequels, and this is his ranking. And I feel like he uh, he's pretty candid. You know, one thing I really respect about John is that he's always really candid and really real about stuff. And I like that. You don't see that too often with actors. You don't see that too often with Hollywood. Everything's so scripted and ironclad and tight. So it's nice. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts on this. Let me know yours down below. Check me out on Star Wars Theory Podcast on Spotify and iTunes. And I'll see you on the next episode. I have a very, very special merch drop coming for the seven-year anniversary. And it'll be available for only a few weeks, and I hope you guys grab one, because this is um, definitely going to be my cleanest and most uh, prestigious merch, limited. Catch you guys in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.